in Paris? What is what the Cuddling fuck is that? Cuddling in Paris. Cuddling. <laughs> Cuddling in Paris. Yeah. What is coloring? Coloring. It's recording. Is it coloring in Paris? It's recording. It's coloring Paris. Oh, coloring Cuddling. Paris. Okay. Fuck. It's been a while. told me that your love is real and you just wanna come and vibe you see things that i don't see maybe you love me more than me you didn't make my head spin round and round you should straight from my heart is this some type of game you play cause i might be feeling you too so this is how i find out you guys don't listen to all this <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Coloring Paris, a podcast where we discuss our experiences as international students of color in this lovely city of Paris. Uh, first, I'm going to let everyone introduce themselves. Uh, hi, I'm going to be the moderator of this episode. My name is Anne and I am a PhD student. <gasps> yeah. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> hi, I'm Raven from the Philippines. Woohoo. I'm Tiffany. I'm not sure why we're introducing ourselves again. This is not our first episode. Hi, it's Adam. <laughs> Let me go on, please. <laughs> Zero fucks were given. So, over the last season, we discussed topics like finances, biggest cultural shocks, moving to this country, and a lot of other things that would be helpful for other students of color. But the one thing we haven't discussed so far is dating as a person of color in this white ass city. Ooh. Mm. You think it's white but it's the most diverse city in the country, I'm telling you. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> go, go go anywhere else you'd be like, "Oh fuck, that was wrong." <laughs> mm. You know when I went to Prague, mm. there were so many Indians there. There was so really? yeah, we could we could count off our fingers like Every nook and corner there's like one Indian for some reason. Most of them are tourists. Prague oh. is just cheap. Oh, okay. Right. Compared like to other countries go. and you know, fancy looking countries, Prague is cheap. I'm not going to lie, I wouldn't have thought of Prague as a like, you know, central hub for the Indian culture, but uh, okay. I mean, you know, Prague what? is like the party scene for rich bougie Indians. Prague was kind of popular in the 2010s like it was mm. like the go-to place for people that wanted to experience Europe. So oh, I thought it was like the low rent like European tour trip thing that you do when you're broke. That is also there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So today we're going to be discussing dating as a person of color. I have a few questions prepared to direct to lead this conversation in the right direction. Um <laughs> nervous laugh. I'm sweating. Oh. Um just my first question is what is the biggest cultural shock that you received with respect to dating someone from your home country to France? Um coming here it's just different because people's skins their skin color is different 
And even though people try to say that they don't pay attention to all of those things, like it kind of colors the experience that you have with people. Um, there's a lot of fetish fetishization of black people. There's a lot of unhealthy expectations imposed on black people, especially Africans and African men. That is what I know, and that's what I'm talking about. So it's just um, a different ball game here, I guess. Tiffany? I I will agree. I've definitely had some fetishization. Um, but I usually get it's more of like, oh, you're an American. Ooh. Yeah. And I'm just like, thanks. <laughs> uh, and a little bit for like being black. I find it's more like the casual racism that gets me. I'm like. From your dates? Yeah. Like, it's not like offensive shit, but just very casually. Like, uh, like I remember. Um, I was talking with this guy and he sent me like, oh, I'm going to a costume party. And he sent me like, like a traditional, like, uh, I don't know what they're called, like the Indian garb that men wear. What are they called? Kurtas? Yeah. He was, he had bought one. He was wearing it. That was his like costume. And he was like, oh, do you have a sari we, you can wear? It and then we'll be like an Indian couple. And I'm like. That's it. That, that was his costume? Yes. To be dressed in a sari and a yeah. jubba? Yes. He wanted me to wear a sari. And I'm like. Uh, what? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Problematic. It's so casual. And he was just like casual about it. like, yeah, like we'll make we'll, we'll a cute couple. And I'm like, uh-huh. uh huh. Uh, you know, I'm not Indian, bro, and <laughs> you're not Indian, right? Uh, okay. He was French. Yeah. <laughs> See, one thing I find about Frenchmen is they're obsessed with Asian culture. It's it's weird. I think it's like an European thing where like everybody is obsessed with Asian culture. Especially Japanese culture. Exactly. Yeah. It is so fucking weird and creepy. Yeah. Uh-huh. East and Southeast Asian. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Because it's exotic. Yeah. From their and words. Which is even funnier because all those exotic countries have like 10 times the population any of these European <laughs> countries have. <laughs> so if anybody hits white people, that's exotic. Exotic. Exhausting. They are exhausting. They are. Well, they are exhausting. Cut that out. No. <laughs> Raven. Okay, for me, fetish is... Fetishization. Whatever. Yeah. That happens so much. Like, they immediately when you, they see you're Asian, they automatically assume you're like submissive, and you're like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you're like an anime girl or something like that. <laughs> and then I want that as like my screensaver. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, like, I went on a first date one time, and then he asked me if I wanted to, you know, chill, no, chill, okay. Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's my first time meeting you. Like, I, I don't think I can go to your place immediately. Because what if you kill me? Then mm, no one yeah. would know. Yeah. And then he's like, what? You're like waiting for marriage or something like that? Yeah. Oh, my so, God. Dudes here are so pushy. They're like, it's like, oh, we've had like a beard. Do you want to go fuck? And I'm like, ah. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> but that's crazy, man. So I was speaking to a few of my uh few of the Indian women that I know here and especially the ones who are working in supermarkets or you know places of service the one thing she pointed out was that if a French man comes and hits on them and they say no men are like oh okay cool chill but if like a brown man comes and hits on them they don't take no for an answer I mean back home they still don't take no for an answer so you shouldn't expect it to be that different Mm -hmm. I will say like 
considering like the stereotype of French men being like a little aggressive, I don't find them aggressive. They're just like very like bold and direct about like, what do you mean we can't fuck? Like intense. They're yeah. very intense. Yeah. And mm. self-absorbed. Uh, my next question was on fetishes. What is the one weird fetish-related incident that you have come across since your time here? Since we are all exotic. <laughs> <laughs> We yeah, are we're exhaustingly exotic. We're in a spice rack, so who wants to <laughs> I'm cinnamon. <laughs> Wait, Salt have you, and have pepper. You seen, have you seen that song, the TikTok girls? Hello, Christ. Yes, I'm about to, to sing again. again. I, I said, said I love you to this woman. I'm not feeling it. I'm made of sugar, spice, conditioner. What is that? I'm made of sugar, spice, conditioner. and cinnamon. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm hot chili. <laughs> <laughs> For a second, I was like, is that the line in the song? No, it's not. It's, oh it's not. Tell me, what <laughs> is so the that's your shipper name? Okay, hot weirdest chili. fetish you have heard from someone or it has happened to you and you were like, what the? I mean, I've had a few times where people um, automatically start talking about um, genital size. As soon as I mentioned that I'm from Ghana, they're like, oh, I heard Africans have like, Mm, so mm. can you show me yours do you or what, mm. how big is it and then it's always like block from there because i'm going to block you immediately mm. but yeah that's it happens very often actually super weird what about you tiffany uh, i don't know if i've had like in like in a traumatizing uh fetishation no not really no, I just get like the uh, like assumption. Like one, if I say I lived in Japan for a long time, they're always just like, "Oh, like, you know. ooh, yeah, ooh, type <laughs> of shit." And I'm like, "Okay, okay." Uh, I don't think I've had anything like traumatizing. No, no, I'm good. Sorry, you. Uh, for me, aside from the you know, ooh, <laughs> expectation <laughs> expectations that I can't meet. Sometimes I meet them. <laughs> <laughs> Like, then like how them. dare we blame them? Right? <laughs> how dare we? You need to be an independent woman, okay? Yeah. Well, I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> Your uh, fetishization trauma. Uh ah, wow. I know, I know. Maybe it's the assumption that when you're from Southeast Asia, or like from developing countries in general, and you, you know, you're you're dating in Europe, they automatically assume you're after their money. I am. <laughs> See, I am not after the money. I am after your passport. Yeah, there's a difference. I'm after the passport. Too. That's I want, what I want. I want both. Why am I limiting myself? <laughs> well, yeah, that's what they say. Like, oh, you're after your passport, bro, or something like that. Like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I am. You are. Actually. Okay, good for you. <laughs> uh, all joking aside, like, I don't think I would marry someone for a passport here just because it doesn't really make it that much easier. Um, yeah. I can yeah. just graduate and get exactly. it, so it's fine. Um, yeah, because you need to be married for four years. Yeah. Five, actually. Five. It's five? Yeah, it's, it's five. five. Oh, damn. So three years um, after the marriage, you can apply, but then you have to maintain that marriage for five years in order to keep it. Mm. I don't know why I said that. It sounds like I looked into it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> I think... Uh, when I talk about fetishes, for me, the one thing I came across uh, last year hmm. was that the same French guy swiped right on me and three other of my Indian friends. Mm. And the type. yeah, and the weirdest thing is, there were like 
two white girls who were with us when we mm-hmm. were swiping. Mm-hmm. They swiped right on him, but he did not swipe right on them. But he swiped right on the rest uh, of us. One thing that I've learned, like about the people here, is when they have a type, they have a type. They, yeah, yeah. Exactly. they don't. They don't diversify. Nope. nope. They have True. a type, and they're sticking with it to the grave. It's quite interesting. I had the same experience. Like, I remember I stopped talking to someone, and then I learned that you know they're seeing someone new, and it's also. A Filipina girl from the Philippines, like still, still there. I'm yeah. here. She's there, and she won. <laughs> she won. I'm like, bro. She the the she want first. Him? <laughs> I don't want him, but like, I'm just like, it's, yeah, it's, no, still it's hurts a weird. Bit. Yeah, it is. It is weird. Just cut that out. <laughs> no, I no, no, that's great. That's no, kind of the that's a, Yeah, that's a good. That's story. not real. Yeah, no. And there's somebody that I matched with some time ago, and they're white, and then um. I matched with them. We had like a great conversation, met up. It was fun. And then we haven't seen each other in a while. And then I stumbled across their Instagram and then like I follow. And every Instagram story they post is with another black guy. And there's a different black guy in their life every other week. And it's Ooh, it's very uncomfortable. Problematic. Not, it's exactly. Like I, I don't feel uncomfortable for the other black guys. I feel uncomfortable for myself because mm-hmm. it feels like it doesn't feel nice being reduced to just a type yeah true yeah i have mm-hmm. to ask like how are you guys like finding your dates like what what app or how are you doing it i mean tinder works i find tinder just has trash in it like it's like <laughs> it's like wading through a dirty river trying to find a fish See, and just the, pulling up like during the summer during the summer all the beautiful people are on tinder but during the winter, go to Bumble. Yeah. Because the winters is when you need genuine cuddling. Ah! <laughs> what about Hinge? Who the fuck uses Hinge? Me. <laughs> <laughs> I found marriage. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hinge, Hinge, the tagline of the app itself is the app that is meant to be deleted. I yeah, know. I deleted I like it after nobody, like a Yeah, week. I'm like, nobody uses it. I installed it. And then I deleted it. Yeah. <laughs> I also just don't like the interface of it. Like, I, yeah, yeah, not, it's, yeah, it's really uncomfortable. I feel like compared to all the apps, Bumble has the easiest interface. No, yeah. I do not. Really? Bumble Which, has like a time limit on the matches that you get. Yeah, After 24 so hours, it's going to disappear. Yeah. No, I don't like that. Which is good. No, it's not. No. Because if you're really interested in someone, you will text them. See, I you don't like that, but... One thing I also don't like about Bumble is when you match with a woman, it's up to them to make a move mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. So you can like match with a hundred women, and if none of them are able to check their phone within the twenty-four hour period, it's oh, zero. trust me, they are checking their phones. They're just wow. not texting you. Right <laughs> now. Oh, wow, oh. that hurts. <laughs> I hate to say hurts. it, but it's probably true. <laughs> oh my God. I've accidentally <laughs> matched with so many people. I'm just like, well, I'm just gonna let that expire. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You ever fuck up and swipe right? You're like, ah. Yeah, so um, I want to build on this because um, I remember back in India, one of the complaints that a lot of men in my circles had was the fact that they couldn't text the girl on Bumble first. Mm -hmm. And because of this, and they found this principle, this rule as sexist. What Bumble was trying to do was making sure that women don't get unsolicited dick pics. Mm. Or, you know, extremely crass messages. There is a way to address that. And I think Tinder has done that. Hmm. You cannot send pictures in the app. 
True. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Bumble, the, you can call in video call as well. You can call in video call on Tinder as well, but you cannot send pictures unless you pay for the premium, I think, which I'm never paying for, by the way. <laughs> uh, so I feel like Bumble could adopt that and allow people to send. Because, I mean, if you swiped right on me because I look good, but then you, you're not convinced enough to like reach out to me first, I could reach out and say something that might change your mind. Who knows? I could be here forever. Oh, that was actually pretty good. Um, but I will say, usually if I like swipe on someone, I'm like just going off with pictures. I'm like, oh, okay, you're you're, you're cute, and I'll check it later. And yeah. then either I forget and I it expires, or I go back and then I'm like, you have fucking nothing on your profile to talk about. True. Well, See, this yeah. is why you read the bios. Sometimes I'm just they're dry I'm just as horny. fuck. I'm like, oh yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> But also they're dry as fuck. Or it's like <laughs> emoji. I'm like that. Okay. One of my friends keeps posting these Bumble bios she finds. They're fucking hilarious. Oh, is it Hinge the one that allows you to upload voice messages? Yes. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah in Bumble you as well. Hinge too, now I you think, can do yeah. that in Bumble too. Hinge, yeah. Oh. Yeah, Hinge. Yeah, yeah. Hinge, Hinge. It's it's just basically for people who are ugly but have a nice voice and they can be, you know how. Yeah. <laughs> it's my shot. Yeah, I, I feel like Tinder is just where everyone goes when they want to, f- and that's okay. But sometimes it's like, can, can I get a little bit of substance, just a, like a smidge? And then Bumble is where everyone goes when they're like wanting a relationship. Right. I'm putting that in air quotes. <laughs> and then there's just Hinge. So, how important is dating someone from your own culture to you? Not at all. It's important to me that at least we have, like, even if we were not from the same country, we have the similar values, like, importance given to family, something Mm. like that. And, yeah. But I think, like, you can have shared values across different cultures. Like, I don't think it's... Very few things are specific to just one or two cultures. True, true, true. But also, like, I don't know. Like, in the West, I would say people are, like, when you're 18 and stuff like that, you're, like, out of the house you're independent but, but that's just an american thing maybe 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 it's also like you're a european thing yeah i mean not as much not as, as, not as much as american yeah. but yeah i would say like yeah maybe similar values similar culture but not necessarily like from the same country or from the same region i would say right well i mean you're 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 dating your your male twin so uh yeah exactly <laughs> 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 what about you adam yeah, uh, when I got here at first, I was really interested in getting to know people that might have the same cultural or geographical background as I do. But now I feel like um, my pers- um, what's the word like outlook has expanded mm-hmm. a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, just looking to meet people that share the same values, the same like um, yeah. Honestly, like, what do you think about social justice? Do you think racism is real? Mm-hmm. Do you think people are oppressed you know do you think as a white white woman do you have privilege like things like that they're important to me so yeah that's what i'm looking out for at least we have to share the same like social values same um the same concepts of what social justice is Mm -mm. the same concepts of equality and equity all of those things yeah Hmm. so say in this field of intercultural dating, yeah, what would be your um, deal breaker? 
let me go first. Okay, go ahead. I've okay. ghosted someone because she had an argument with me on our first day that reverse racism is real and she was black. Oh. I didn't I didn't reply her messages again. I didn't see her again. That's a, a, a complete deal breaker for me because what the fuck do you mean reverse racism is real? Mm. She wasn't even willing What's to this listen. American? No, she's actually Caribbean. Her well her her dad is from the Caribbean and her mom is from West Africa. And I'm like, do you know your history? Like, wh- mm-hmm. what are you telling me? I think that one might be just confused. Maybe she got dropped as a baby or something. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. I was like, <laughs> what <you> babies? <laughs> Shout out to all the dropped babies out there. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't drop the babies. To the girl, <laughs> not the baby. <laughs> Because I was like, um, why do you think a black person in Europe can be racist to a white person in Europe? Mm. Like, why do you think that's real? Mm. She's like, no, um, we're, we're doing the same things to the white people as they did to us. I'm like, wow. What? I just quickly finished did my... Did you go and colonize someone and rip Look, them apart? I just finished apart? my cup of uh, hot chocolate and I was like, see you later. I never saw her later. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that's a pretty big offense. I think I would ghost for that yeah, too. No. no, yeah. What about you? A deal breaker. Um Okay, apparently I have very low fucking standards. <laughs> <laughs> now because really that Indian story, still seeing that guy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no. Tiffany, do you love yourself? He bought me a fifteen dollar co- a fifteen euro cocktail, bro. I'll come back. I'll come back. <laughs> This is why they say that they're we're after their money. <laughs> I mean, we actually are. So. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not the gold standard. I'm just saying, like, I'm a basic ass hoe. I'm, like, like the d- good. You got a little bit of money. Okay, okay. You you you, you can wear that. It's fine. <laughs> no, we actually did have a, like a serious conversation about it later, but um. So no 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 deal breakers. Uh, no 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 like that that bullshit about uh-huh. like reverse racism that would be a no for me. Um. I guess you just need to have at least a level of understanding where you like you don't have to be completely aware or woke. Like I'm totally fine to have the conversation. It can be very annoying sometimes and honestly a bit tiring to have to constantly explain to someone like your point of view whereas like if you're dating someone from your own like ethnicity or background they just kind of get it cuz they have True. that same lived experience. Well, this one didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that one didn't. Usually they do. Usually they do. But um so I'm okay to be with someone who I is who's at, was at least willing to listen even if they don't understand completely. Mm. So I guess for me that's like my uh my barrier like yeah you need to at least be open what about you well same with me like as long as you're not homophobic and racist and sexist and a lot of those you know similar themes Damn, you just cut out like half the population <laughs> <laughs> any hint of that you're out yeah just that yeah. and broke and <laughs> but I'm broke. I know that's why. That's why you can't be broke. Only one of us can be broke in this relationship, and it's me. Because I am the student. Exactly. It, it exactly. makes sense.
wanna be to hold you up. I know I met you. Last Saturday night, heads in the clouds on my highway back, boo. Love when you vex too. For a minute, it was an extra. And I'ma be standing here trying to get through whatever they do. Out here. If only y'all feeling like, how am I feeling then? Bubbly inside, fuck, I feel alive. Can't really copy that. I ain't got a dog, but she give me rides. I know the waiting be good to battle, but I ain't loving me sunshine. I think for me personally, I tried, but I, for me, I was unable to connect with anyone that doesn't come from my culture. Mm. And see, I'm coming from India. There are like a gazillion cultures in India itself. Mm. Yeah. So mm. when I met my current boyfriend, it was crazy to me because I met someone from the same community. We spoke the same languages. We had the same interests and everything. Mm. And I never met him in India, even though we were like two hours away from each other. And we met once we were here. So for me, that was a really strong point because I try to speak to other people from other cultures. Mm. But it's like there are just some Indian things you you cannot explain. You just mm -hmm. they just mm. got to know. True. Yeah. So I feel like language and cultural hold a lot of value for me mm. in how I am with a person. Um. When you go out on a date, how do you split the bill? Is it different from what's in your home country and what's here? Or do you have like a different personal philosophy for it? Or have you noticed something out of the ordinary about splitting the bill? I, I'm, I'm a feminist. I'm going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and then nothing I say after that will reflect that. But <laughs> just want you guys to know I'm a feminist. <laughs> go, go pussy. <laughs> Works, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so w when I go out on a date, and it, if it's a heterosexual date, okay, so me as a woman and with a man, okay, um, I bring my wallet with my card, and it is ready to be pulled out of my bag <laughs> if necessary. <laughs> and I make sure I don't order the most expensive thing on the menu. Yeah, that's considered. And, and I... <laughs> I, I know, like, okay, if I'm going to spend 20 euro tonight, I don't order more than that because I need to be able to cover it. When the check comes, I'm going to reach. Like, I'm going to pay. And I'm like, do you want to split this? If you say yes, this is our last fucking date. And I will be like, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> so you would prefer it if your potential partner pays for you? Fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you know how long it took me to get ready? Like, <laughs> yes, please pay for me. Also, it just shows like a certain level of like generosity that I really appreciate. So if you're not even willing to like, and also like I, I usually if we go out for dinner or something, we're not going to the fanciest place. If you can't even afford to like splurge on the first date to get to know me and you know me, I'm fucking awesome. There's, yes, there's no future yeah, here. See, true. see, like I'm a good time. Okay. <laughs> so I've already got you a good time. You need to show me a good time. Or we're probably not going to have a second date. Fair enough. What about you, Adam? Um, most of the time when I mention that I'm a student, the people that I go out with want to pay for some reason, and I let them pay because I'm poor. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there have been times where I've also paid for people, even though they offered to pay. 
or whatever and I guess it depends on how much money I have in my account and the mood. If I don't like you, we're splitting. If you like me more than I like you, you're paying. If I like you more than you like me, I'm paying. Mm. I will say I don't make people pay. If I if I know this isn't going to be a second date, I, I'll pay for myself. Um, I'm not that mean. Yeah, I've had people pay for stuff and I never saw them again. I feel bad for like one minute. <laughs> but then you're paying me for... I spent time. Come on. <laughs> this was therapy, bro. Like, you need to... <laughs> yeah, no, I spent time. So, tit for tat. Let's go. Ruben, what about you? Well, I would say, like, it's 50-50 for me. Like, for example, if we go out now and you pay, the next time I'll make sure I, I'll offer to pay or something like that. Because especially if we're both students, like, for me, for my situation right now, we're both students, so... We're splitting. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that I makes like sense. Like, like, if you're, but that's why I don't date broke dudes. Mm-hmm. We're we're two broke people, so it works. Mm. <laughs> I think all I the philosophy I've always had in my head is if the other person's a student and I'm working, mm. then I will never ask that other person to pay. Yeah. And I kind of expect the same if I'm a student and the other person's working, then they shouldn't be asking me to pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the shade. <laughs> oh. Damn. Is this person in the room right now? <laughs> Blink twice if you need help. Oh. <laughs> no, but I've never had a, like a time where I've asked someone to like pay for something. It's mostly they volunteer when I'm like, oh, so I'm a student. I'm doing my master's. I'm a foreigner. And they automatically assume that if you're from Africa and you're a student, you're poor, which is true. largely true. But I don't want <laughs> you to assume, you know. So they just offer to pay. And I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks. It's not a stereotype if it's the truth. I mean, it is the truth. But at least give me like some benefit, benefit of the, of the doubt. doubt. Like, <laughs> it's like, I can afford this like three-year-old co- coffee. Allow, allow me to act proud a bit. Like, let me just pretend for a minute, you know. But if you want to pay, just... Go ahead. Go ahead. And most of the time, people want to pay for me. So, okay. Do you ask like, like if you're, like if you're out with somebody, like okay. So my question is like, so they choose a place mm-hmm. and yeah. they choose a place that's honestly like outside of your budget. Are you just like you gonna get this? No, I, I most of the time I don't ask if it's outside of my budget. I have to either I say I'm not gonna make it or I have to fork out the money and pay because I'm going. But most of the time I show up and they want to pay. So if it's fine. Oh, well, I would just go for a straight, hey, I can't afford this. And then wait for them to tell me whether they're paying for me or we are going to pick a Another place. cheaper place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. So the last question for mm-hmm. this podcast no. is... Yes, yes. Unfortunately, we need to. Bittersweet. Oh. Uh, what, according to you, is the best date spot that you'd like to take a date? Can I answer the opposite? What is the worst place to <laughs> Please feel free. Okay. A walk along the fucking sand. You know how many sand no. walk dates I've had? Like, <laughs> it's like... Me too. It's still like, me too. It's, it's like, my school's right here. Like, I know what the fucking water looks like. We, can we go somebody <laughs> somewhere else? Like, anywhere else. Please don't take your dates to the sand. Everybody does that. Because you all think, oh, the tourists will like it. No, I fucking don't. I, oh. Also, I've been here on my own without you and had a better time. Please don't do this to me. <laughs> also, fucking feed me. <laughs> don't. There's no There's no restaurants along the sand. Like, don't do that bullshit. I still remember my first date uh, in Paris. 
and we took a walk around the sun obviously um and i remember before i went out uh, shruti and adam was sitting with me and adam was telling me like oh what if he's a serial killer and you know things pushes like that you. what if he pushes you in the sand <laughs> and i went on that date and it was the most 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 excruciatingly painfully boring dates <laughs> i'd ever been on No. I reached a point where I was thinking to myself I wish he was a serial killer so that I have some drama in my life right now like push me into the sand I don't care yeah. do something it was crazy but yeah worst spot okay we get it what about you raven best spot I like walks along the sand I'm so sorry guys <laughs> this basic ass bitch <laughs> I'm a basic ass bitch I come from an archipelago we have a lot of islands and th- that's the closest body of water that we have here so right but at I least like not it. the sand like there's other canals like that are way better that are dirtier no it's no. actually cleaner yeah, than the sand yeah cleaner than the sand like at least like the original choose a different spot okay next time next time different side of the sand <laughs> <laughs> what about you Adam um usually I just prefer to talk so like a quiet place where we can talk maybe um I'm never so going so you go back to fuck immediately Oh, come on, no. Obviously. I, no, come on. I <coughs> you, know, not, you, know, you know I'm the one who's going to edit this, right? <laughs> we know. Okay. Well, we want you to listen back and be like the judgment. <laughs> But um generally I prefer places that are quiet so that I can have a conversation with whoever it is that I'm, you know, hanging out with. So maybe like a bar on the terrace or maybe in a park. There's a lot of parks and gardens in Paris, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's it for me, really. For Worst me, thing... sorry, go on. Oh mm-hmm. no, sorry, no, no, you go on. No, go on. It's fine. Um, so for me, the best spot would be uh, Pont Neuf, mm-hmm. where there's the weeping willow tree, and you know it's like a tiny little stretch of island in between the water, and you can go sit on the corner there. Yeah. Send the link. Mm. That's sad. Yeah. It's nice. Sad. No. You watch beautiful sunsets from there. Go to a good fucking cocktail bar and like experience life. <laughs> there are bars on rooftops you can watch yeah. sunsets. Yeah. Gorgeous. But that's the sunset on the water. Water. True. True. Okay, water. but if you go actually over to um I think it's at Sully, uh Pont Sully, there's a a beautiful building there and from the top of it you can see the sun setting um behind the what is the building that's closed that almost burned down fuck i'm, I'm blanking Notre Dame. Notre Dame. there you go see send the links to this what? to who to the building to the the location She so that we can it. all try it okay I'll, i'll send you some pictures and we'll include it with a uh, with this uh, episode okay. that'll be our uh, helpful tip for everybody yeah. where to go Nice, oh nice and cheap date spots. That should be. Oh, no, I don't true. do cheap, sweetie. True, true, true. Okay, so for uh, this uh, episode, I think we're gonna add this like a directory of cheap drink spots and food spots yeah. that yeah, yeah, yeah. our fellow students have made. So I'm gonna link into the podcast dis- podcast description so you can check it out whenever you're free or whenever you want to go out on a date. It's like very cheap drinks: three euros, four euros, five euros cocktails and mm-hmm. they're really good so. I'll also include the nicer ones if you get a nice uh, sugar daddy and you want them to take you somewhere <laughs> I mean I'm sure the sugar daddy has been around long enough to know where to take you 
I mean, I'm just saying. You can put suggestions. That's out a there. really good point. Also, yes, I got <laughs> all of them like that way. <laughs> all right then, this is it for today. Uh, signing off. This is Anne. This is Raven. And Tiffany. Hi, it's Adam again. This is Coloring Paris. Please come back next week for our next podcast. Bye. 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 Bye.